Welcome to Just Marcus Podcast 365. My name is Shay, and today is April 9th, 2019. Hey, look, we had a red day today. You know, after a 10-day winning streak, seems like we're going to close negative. The Dow's down about 75 basis points. The S&P's down about 64 basis points. NASDAQ's down about a half a percent. Uh, gold's up half a percent. And oil is down a little more than half a percent. So when you're looking at uh, overall uh, to the U.S. markets, they, they're having a negative day for for some headline risks that we'll talk about in just a little bit. Um, across the board, Europe was all negative. The DAX, the German index, was down almost a percent. The CAC 40 was down 65 basis points. The stock 600 was down half a percent. The FTSE 100 was down 35 basis points. And Asia was slightly flat to just slightly positive. Uh, The only major positive uh, uh, index was the Sensex, the Bombay Stock Exchange. That was up about 62 basis points. Now, what happened? The Trump administration on Monday released a list of 11 billion, with the B, 11 billion of European goods it was considering putting tariffs on. This list includes, but not limited to, bicycles, kitchens, and civil aviation products such as Airbus aircrafts, wine and cheese, and everything else, right? Small products. So they're really ratcheting up trade tensions between us and Europe, one of our largest trading partners where we do a lot of trade. What they do not mention here is motor motor vehicles they don't mention larger items that that germany exports to the us right so let's talk more about that all right let's first talk about how much trade we we do with europe right so last year 2018 we exported 318 billion dollars worth of goods to europe we imported 487 billion dollars of goods from europe right so we had a trade deficit with Europe of $169 billion last year, right? So we have a pretty large trade deficit, right? But the amount of trade that we do back and forth is close to over $800 billion, right? $800 billion. Remember, we talked about Mexico last week. It was somewhere on $600 billion. Now we have Europe. That's $800 billion. That's a major, major trading partner that we do not want to have trade tensions with. Not because we're afraid, because it will hurt our economy. This is a major, major deal. Now, a lot of you may not know this, but the U.S. and the Eurozone have been in conflict for the past 10 years. There's lawsuits in, at, the, at the WTO, the World Trade Organization, the World Trade Organization, about this very fact, um, about civilian aircrafts. And the fight is over uh, unfair subsidies for Airbus and Boeing, uh, for from U.S. to Boeing and from the European Union to Airbus. And they call, we both call it uh, unfair, right? So the move came after the WTO found that the Airbus subsidies had an adverse effect to the United States. So this trade tariff list that's being proposed is in reaction to the findings by the WTO that the Airbus subsidies 
caused adverse effects to the U.S. economy, right? So that's what this is in retaliation for, right? So understand that, right? So next, what we should talk about is what the list actually means and what products are we focusing on. As mentioned earlier, the list includes civilian aircrafts, obviously, right? But they have bicycles, they have kitchens, and they have wine and cheese in there. Why wine and cheese? Think about it. Over the past 30 years, the United States is producing a lot of wine, right? And a lot of good wine. If you go to Napa Valley, Sonoma, you know, Temecula here in San Diego, right? They all are producing great wines right here in the U.S. So if we put, let's say, 25% tariffs on French wine or Italian wine, right? They want the consumers, the, you know, the Trump administration thinks that the consumer can go to American wines, right? And use that as a substitute rather than buying European wines, right? So yes... Technically speaking, there is a tariff on wines and cheese, right? And cheese. But there are many substitutes for those. So Americans can go and buy other products, right? So that's why these products have been chosen is because they feel there are many substitutes for these products. Same thing with the uh, civilian aircraft. Same thing with bicycles, right? So there are many substitutes that that we can choose not to buy because they would cost more because of the tariffs. So inherently, it may not cost us much money unless we are really, really loyal to some French and Italian, Italian or Spanish wines, right? So let's think about it that way. Now, these tariffs are not a big issue. Now, if this escalates, right, and Europe puts some major tariffs on some major imports of of US products then that could be a major issue that retaliation could be an issue for US multinationals and that is a problem we don't know that yet it's too early to make that assumption of what th those may be but that when that information does come out we'll talk about it but this by itself is not a major deal 11 billion dollars for a you know for a 20 trillion dollar economy is not really all that much but, but, you know, consumer behavior will, will change just a little bit, but you have to think about the fact that the products that have been chosen in this list are not that impactful because there are many, many substitutes for them. So I think the market, the U.S. markets, the European markets, way overreacted to this news, right? I think it's more about what's coming next instead of what was just announced, right? That's the, the deal. Now, Apple and Boeing are one of the biggest uh, detractors in the indexes all, you know, for obvious reasons. A lot of investors, and we've talked about this, about Boeing, right? A lot of investors are worried about Boeing's production levels and the amount of planes of these, these 737 maxes they'll have to cut. They've already reduce the production by 20%, uh, will that be more? They were producing 50 a month, now they're going down to 40, and is that going to uh, drop further? And that's a major issue for Boeing, right? Are they going to be able to sell their best-selling airplane in the future? I think it's a problem. I think it's a major headwind, headwind for them, and that will affect um, their stock price and their earnings outlook and their guidance.
that's why you're seeing the, the stock down about one and a half to two percent uh, today, and that's why you're you, you're seeing all this. Now, this is the headline risk that I've been talking about. That with in a bull market, we have had a great run. We're up fifteen percent on the SP five hundred since the beginning of the year. You know, we're getting close to a resistance level um, on a on the technical side, and what's going to derail it is headline risk, not fundamentals, because the economy is doing fine, right? Fundamentally, we're fine. You know, slowing down, but not too bad, so we're okay there. Earnings are coming in down maybe three four percent, probably better than that. So it's not that bad that bad of a earnings recession, if you will, right? It will probably come in better than that. So the issue is headline risk. And this is what could make investors nervous, right? Why would they want to put money in cash versus be in in equities? Because bonds don't make a lot of sense, right? The bonds do not make a lot of sense. So they would put the money in cash, and why? Because of things like this, the headline risk, right? So this thing, you know, and we saw this when the Chinese tariffs were announced last year, early last year. That's when you had a major correction in the market. Then you had other stuff. So headline risk is the major cause right now for this market. That's the biggest risk. It's not fundamentals. It's not technicals. It's headline risk. And stuff like this can have a major impact on how you you invest your money, right? So you have to think about that. Now, I don't want you to raise cash or do anything like that, but think about the risks about the you know about this tariff. I, I think at the moment. It's, it lasts for maybe a few days, maybe a week. If it gets worse, it could last longer. That's not what we want. If it lasts longer than six months, this this whole ordeal with, with, with tariffs with Europe, that's a major issue. Remember, Europe and us, U.S., trade over $800 billion in trade, right? Back and forth. That's a lot, a lot, okay? So that's a big, big deal. So let's think about that as we invest. Now, when you have headline risk like this, money flows into two areas. Uh, I'm sorry, three areas. Gold, so precious metals in general, short-term treasuries, and cash, right? That's also basically cash. So you saw today gold moved up a little bit, almost a half a percent, right? And now it has finally broken through from a technical level through a, a breakout. Now, if this he headline risk continues, you can see gold rally. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Now, the ten-year treasury is trading at two and two and a half percent yield. Really hasn't moved a lot. It will move. It will move if you have any surprises in the CPI data that comes out this week. So look out for that. So generally speaking, generally speaking, you have to have to think about the risk-off trade here. Um, if earnings come in worse than expected and you have this headline risk that's really making investors nervous, both domestically and internationally, right? So when you have these trades spats with other countries, foreign investments dries up, right? That's also a major issue here. So you have to think about all those things. Now, Donald Trump, the president, last week said he wants the Fed to cut rates. In my mind, the Fed should be exactly where they are with the Fed funds rate. In real terms, the rates, the interest rates, the Fed funds rate, it's only up a half a percent. Remember, minus real is, is you take your nominal Fed funds rate, 
take out inflation, and that is your real rate. And right now, basically, it's at 50 basis point, 0.5%. It's still very stimulative. No reason to cut. Now, if the administration wants the economy to grow, business investment to grow, more investors to put, put money at risk, then stop creating headline risk. Stop creating headline risk. This is what happens when you do that. It makes people nervous. It makes companies nervous. It, it adds a level of uncertainty in the market, right? You do not want this. This hurts the economy globally and domestically, especially our own, right? So let's not do that. The tariffs with China have uh, have had a major effect on our growth rate. This is why a, a growth is coming in much lower than expected because of the tariffs, right? You know, nobody th thought about that when they announced it, but that's what's going on. Don't blame it on the Fed. It's the headline risk here. I I understand what they're trying to do, and this 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 whole tr uh, trade disputes should have been done for long periods of time. But the, but at the end of the day, it is hurting our economy right now, right? So let's be mindful about it, and let's you know let's not create issues and, and and policies that hurt our economy which is in in the process of slowing down we are going to risk a recession we do not want that we do not want that now a couple economic indicators that i want you to pay attention to this week now tomorrow you're, you're going to have the the cpi data come out the consumer price data come out uh tomorrow so that's both energy and food prices right so that's probably going to be higher than expected because you have uh, gas prices at the pump have really come up here in the U.S. Here in California, we're paying over $4. Nationally, it's about $3. So prices have gone up almost $0.40. Cents. So that's probably going to be reflected in that data. So just think about that. Um, don't expect it to be too low because I think it's going to be pretty high. And then Thursday, you have the Labor Department that's releasing the the March producer price data as well, and that really gauges the uh, you know on on uh, you know on how the underlying underlying inflation pressures are in the economy, right? So you have the the retail inflation pressures, and then you have the underlying that's the PPI, right? And on Friday you have the beige book also with the uh, consumer sentiment data that's coming out, and consumer sentiment is probably the in my mind, the most important data point that will come out this week about the consumer and how confident they are in spending money. That's really, really, really important. That's that's 70% of our economy. We have to focus on that number that's coming out on Friday. All right, we're right at 15 minutes uh, for the duration of the show, so I'll, I'll bring it to an end here. But please rate and subscribe. Please rate us five stars. Subscribe and follow to our podcast. You will really help us stay in business. Until tomorrow, take care. Please remember this podcast is for information purposes only and presenters will make every effort to provide accurate information, but assumes no responsibility for accuracy. You should not construe any such information or other materials as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there cannot be any assurance that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or products, or non-investment related content made reference to directly or indirectly in this podcast will be profitable, equal any 
corresponding indicated historical performance levels be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation or prove successful. Due to various factors, including changing market conditions or applicable laws, the content may not, no longer be reflective of current opinions or positions. Moreover, you should not assume that any discussion or information contained in this podcast serves as a receipt or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from your advisor. To extent you should have any questions regarding the applicability of any specific issues discussed, you are encouraged to consult with your professional advisor of your choosing.